Hola, como estas? Thank you for coming back to Kiss Me Fat Boy. This is episode five. I'm host Giovanni. That's host Ray. How's it going, Ray? What's up, guys? Episode five. Woo! Okay, so just going to get the disclaimer like we always do. Uh, remember, you as a listener are deciding if this is a conversation or a confrontation regarding the topics we address on this episode. So let's just get into it, guys. What's up, Gio? How was your weekend? What's new? What's going uh, on? My weekend was chill, but before I go into that, I kind of want to touch on something that's kind of been sitting in the back of my brain for the past couple of days. Not that it's a big deal, but I just kind of want to clear the air a little bit. Okay, Excuse cool. Me. Go for it. So a lot of people in the past, I want to say about week, were using that application called MGL. I imagine it stands for not going to lie. And, you know, it's basically an anonymous app that allows you to sit there and send questions, statements, or comments towards people, and they can, want, um, they can go on to either uh, reply on their, their Instagram or just, you know, read and close it. <clears throat> so, you know, there was a couple of, I want to say maybe one or two, three max people who got a little bit ballsy with me and started to send some just negative venomous shit. And I just want to remind people real quickly, <clears throat> I, Giovanni Alexander Ramirez, am not entitled to date, fuck, entertain, persuade, converse, or even glance at any of you if I don't want to. I am the type of person that I go off of vibes. I don't go off of trends. I also don't go off of force. I don't know where people feel the need to tell people who they should be fucking, who they shouldn't be fucking, and just not minding their business. And I think some people got a little bit, a little bit wild hairs in their ass because they kind of came at me for dating Zach, who happens to be a Caucasian. I, as a Mexican and a French individual, will tell you, I don't have to date Mexicans. I don't have to date black guys. I don't have to date Asians. I can date whoever the fuck I want when I want. I can fuck whoever I want. No different from you. So please, 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 remind yourself that I don't have to do a fucking thing because you want me to or because you feel the need to tell me to. I am not the voice for all people of color. I don't see any of you people reaching out to your white friends, asking them how many of them have fucked any person of color that week, or dated, or maybe even just conversed via an app. So, all the people of color out there who feel the need to be forced to talk, to fuck, to somebody else because their other friends or just some random stranger tells you to do it, you don't have to. We're not here for a long time. We're just here for a good time. We all want to be loved. We all want to be respected. So please, be respectful of others and their preferences. Because a lot of the times, people are really shitty out there. And it's hard to find people who actually want to date you. It's very easy to find people who want to fuck you. Now, love you, a little bit different story. I'm glad that I found Zachary to love me. I don't see Zach as a white guy. I see Zach as my guy. So just want to address that. You know, not spend too much time on it. <clears throat> and just, hey, you know what? Stop being so fucking pressed about who I'm fucking, who I'm not fucking. You're not a space bar. You're not the elevator keys. You're not a panini. There's no need to be pressed. Don't be mad when people aren't fucking you. There are a lot of people who didn't want to fuck me or even date me or entertain me, but you know what I don't do? I don't focus on it too much because at the end of the day, rejection is a part of life. So, to answer your question, Ray, my weekend was fairly good. We went to Little Rock, hung out with Brent. Um, let's see, spend some time in the sun. I forgot how fucking draining that was, um, especially when you're drinking in the pool when it's 100 degrees outside. How was your weekend? My weekend was very eventful. Um, real quick, just before we do move on, I just kind of wanted to uh, piggyback off what you were saying. You know, guys, like, it's never okay to sit here and, listen, your opinion is always welcomed, right? 
Um, I think the saying goes is everyone has an opinion just like everyone has an asshole, right? But we have to be mindful of the stuff we put out there and the things we say to people. I think Gio tends to get this rap where he's, I guess, inhuman, where you guys just feel like you can spew anything you want on his name and at his character and just just go for the jugular and assassinate. Like, he is human. And as his best friend of 13 years, seeing his emotional side, his personal side, a lot of which you guys don't get to see, you don't have the pleasure of getting to see, you know, it's it's not okay. Like, that was, even if it was only a few, it's just, it's it's bullying. I was going to say a form of bullying, but no, it, it is bullying. It is online bullying, and that is not okay. Like, if you have an opinion, you go directly to the source and you speak on it like a fucking adult would. That's not okay. Just address it. If there's something you feel some type of way, you need to get out, get it off your chest and tell him, hey, you made me feel X, Y, and Z, or hey, what you said made me feel X, Y, and Z, whatever the case is. Say it to him directly. There's no reason to hide behind a post, a social media app to get off what you need to say. <laughs> it's It's pretty straightforward the logic is is just listen just speak your mind don't hide behind it like you get more respect out of someone when you speak up and you say that shit with your chest and no one's trying to incite violence no one's trying to say hey we're big and bad and you know what we you know don't step to us because we're going to step harder no it's not that it's just like if you got something to say say it bro but say it to me, not indirectly. Don't throw slugs. Don't throw subs. We ain't Jared. Shit, I may look like Jared before it, but no, I'm kidding. <sighs> but no, I just wanted to piggyback and kind of co-sign for my best friend of 13 plus years and let you guys know that's not okay. That That's that's not okay. I don't want to keep – I know that we just want to move on from this. We just wanted to – Jill just wanted to speak on it, and I felt motivated to kind of, you know, follow up with that because – you know, I have his back, and I saw pretty much 95% of what you were guys saying. <laughs> I mean, a big chunk of it was positive, but then there was some where it was just like, wow, people are ugly. Well, yeah, and well, you know, again, <clears throat> not to harp on it too, too long. It's just I remember when I was reading these messages, you know what was funny is it wasn't like that I was immediately upset because – it reminded me when I was in my young 20s, like when I was on these dating apps and shit, and I was trying to message people to just even be friendly, right, and get, get ignored, right? Um, yeah. I don't have a lot of negative history with people saying, like, any kind of racial shit to me or whatever, but I've been told, hey, you know what, you're just not my type, or hey, you know what, you're not the kind of guy I go for, or, you know, or, or just politely no, right? And don't get me wrong, like, back in my younger years when I didn't realize how to handle rejection, um, especially in the gay community, I would, um, I would, um, oh my God, what is the word? Uh, I would have like a backlash, you know what I'm saying? Like to that person. And I'd be like, well, how dare you? You know, it's just like, and I would go into a justification and the reasoning behind why this person was like losing a great opportunity with this, with me. Right. And I was like thinking to myself, why am I trying to, convince somebody to give me the time of day when they've already made their, their decision. Like yeah. we spend so much time trying to change other people's perception on us when we should just be focusing on people who are willing to engage, whether it's in, in a conversation on a bar or a park or at a pool party or whatever, like not everything has to like reform back to sex. And I think that that's what a lot of people don't know how to differentiate especially in the community that like no one's entitled to sleep with you. Like, like white people can choose to sleep with white people if they want to, like Mexicans can choose to sleep with Mexicans, blacks can sleep with blacks if they want. It's whatever. Like, I think that there's, there should be no like telling people who they should and should not be having sex with or, or engaging with or taking photos with, because like all that shit sounds like it's just like opportunistic yeah. moments and stuff. So yeah, like I told you, I, I know how it feels to be that person who gets rejected and you just feel like it's just never ending. But, you know, don't focus on those people, man. Like, again, I've never, I've never rejected somebody, like, because of their skin color. I've rejected people because they were pieces of shit, assholes, or just 
like opportunistic individuals or like manipulators or, or just liars, like think for those things, like, you know, yeah. but yeah. again, you know, Hey, I'm going to sweep this shit under the rug. Like the one final little nail in the coffin in this conversation about this topic. I'll say this. If you ever feel the need to tell me something, please don't hide behind an anonymous app. Let me know yeah. because only pussies do shit anonymously. Strong, felt, heart-minded individuals let you know exactly who's saying what. Exactly. So I respect those people, not people who hide behind blank profiles and all that other shit. So mm-hmm. anyways, but anywho, how was your weekend, Ray? How much fun did you get it? <sighs> yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> very, very, very eventful. I spent most of my weekend outside under the beaming sun, literally um, Friday, um, I had a turn up with um, another set of friends, um, went out with them. We went to uh, rain, had a great time. Uh, first we started OCH and went to rain, had a great time. It was fun. And uh, Saturday I had to wake up super early after leaving the club at like two in the morning. Um, wait, wait, hold on. So let me kind of just talk about this. So I was kind of flattered, you guys, because I got approached from two different sets of couples one was very direct and asked me if he could make out with me. You know, I politely declined. Thank you, but no thank you, you know. And then the second one was a little more um, still direct, um, well, more indirect. But, yeah, kind of got asked the same thing, and you already know my answer. Um, or do you? I'm kidding. <laughs> but, yeah, no, so that happened. You know, I was, um, I'm not going to lie, I was a little flattered because, for the most part, you know, people usually don't come up to me, let alone ask me something like that. You know, they just usually see this this Latino, right, out wearing all these damn chains with his Gucci fucking glasses on and just mean mugging. I mean, I'm smiling when I'm drunk, right? So, yeah, it was just a little flattering. I was like, okay, I still got it. I still got it a little bit. But anyways, that was Friday. Saturday, went tubing um, with another set of friends. Um, and then after that, we, what did I do after that? Oh, went to my friend's birthday party. That was fucking lit. Literally drove all like an hour and some change from there, going straight to the party in the same fucking swim attire, swimming like fucking river and all. That was lit. Like, there was a lot of great moments this weekend, but one of the most um, memorable ones for me was the fact that there was a fucking hot dog stand. Bro, I fucking inhaled those hot dogs. Fucking great. Um... Sunday, boat party for a friend, and that was up. It was lit. Had so much fun. So I had so much fucking sun. Um, Literally, I'm like five shades darker now. Like, it's fucking insane. But, yeah, that was my weekend. All right. Well, just remember, people, use sunscreen. Protect your skin. Yes. Melanoma is no joke. Okay. Melanoma is the fourth no time joke. he said it in the last fucking 24 <laughs> hours. Like, he's going to make me go to my fucking dermatologist <laughs> and tell them, I think I have skin cancer. Like, my friend keeps telling me. Like, I don't know what it is. <laughs> no, it just I, it reminds me of, like, Deadpool 2, where there's, like, this mustache character. I forgot what his name was. Um, and he was just like, I don't know who this cable guy is, but I highly doubt he's killed more people than melanoma as he's putting on sunscreen. And I'm just like, I, so it's... It's something that I just remembered right now with, like, the past couple of weeks being, like, super hot and, you know, very, yeah. very direct with a lot of sun. Um, yeah. But anywho, to kind of piggyback off of the narrative disclaimer I had to put on in the beginning, um, mm-hmm. Ray, how do you, as somebody who doesn't really run to social media a lot um, to voice opinions and just, you know, thoughts and stuff, how do you handle social media or what does social media mean to you and how do you handle it? <clears throat> well, I think I just started being more active on there. So one thing I do too, and someone called this out on that anonymous app and they were like, how many selfies do you take a day? And I was like, bitch, I take a fucking thousand a minimum a day. I guess I love myself too much. What's up? Nah, you know, I, um, yeah, I, Listen, I still haven't got um, a wrangle on it just yet. I'll say for TikTok I do, you know, because I have a lot more followers and a lot more views there. And I just feel like, I don't know, I like that space better. But as far as IG goes, like, I don't know. Like, I'm just now getting into this, I think, since I'm kind of riding your coattails, for lack of a better word. 
you know, with this podcast and then, you know, just getting more exposure via your IG. Like, I have gotten a lot of traffic. I've gotten a lot of messages. Um, I've gotten a lot of um, not-so-good messages. Well, not too much, more in the sense of, like, vulgar, like, hey, you want to hook up, hey, you want to book, hey, whatever, blah, 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 whatever. So I don't know. Like, social media really doesn't navigate or, I guess, dictate how I move and who I am. Um, I'm just, you know, there to just kind of, you know, I've kind of curated this, the content that I've put out because I'm going to let you guys see what I want you to see. So it's going to be tailored in a way where it's like, listen, I have my podcast. I'm already being as transparent as I can. You know, that's what you guys are going to give. Other than that, on my social media, you're probably going to get some crazy fucking <laughs> ignorant ass fucking memes. And then you're going to get a lot of fucking selfies, like one person pointed out. So for me, social media is just, um, it's a game, and it's been fun. Um, I know that there's a dark side to it. I hope I never have to experience that. When I did do the, uh, not going to lie, um, Anon uh, questionnaire, you know, I was really scared. I was telling one of my friends because I was like, oh, my God, like, you know, a couple years ago, I've always felt, even back to high school up until a couple years ago, I I felt like I was always looked at as this, mean, rude boy who flakes on everybody, all his friends, and he just, he thinks he's all that, and he's just, he don't fuck with people, and he, I don't let it be known, but, you know, you can kind of tell from my demeanor and the way I carry myself, I tend to act a little bit, I guess, smug, if you will, Um, but that's not me at all. I just, I've learned very early on to not give energy or attention to unnecessary people who do not pay my bills who are not about to live rent-free in my head. It's just not the way I am. I've never operated that way. Um, Again, am I addicted to social media? Yeah, just like everyone else. Shit, I'm going through TikTok, looking at fucking funny memes, looking something to post or save for later to post. Yeah, I mean, I look at my productivity on my fucking uh, phone, you know, that little alert that it gives you and it tells you biweekly. I think it does by day two. It alerts you, and um, yeah, mine's just fucking pretty high. I feel like I'm more fucking on my phone than I am on the fucking, I'm actually doing work, but no, I don't let it dictate or validate who I am, Um, and you know, that's not to say that other people don't have, can't feel that way, or haven't really navigated it to get where, navigate to where they got to that point where they're just like, yeah, I've just, I was a natural born um, I, I just came out this way. Um, listen, but there's also an emotional side to me, and I am affected by what people may think or may say at times. Mostly it's my friends and my family. You know, I'll say about 95 to 97%. Um, but other than that, like, online, um, it, it just, it's, it's never going to tell me who I am or hold any weight to who I am or my value or my worth. It's just not going to happen, right? So I don't know. I just – I know it's different for you because you've been – you're like this prominent influencer. I'm not going to say – well, you know what I mean. You're out there. A lot of people know you. Prominent's not the right word. But a lot of people know you. You have high exposure. A lot of people have an opinion on you. You, you know, are known in the queer community, specifically in the bear community. Um, You know, it's – People know your name. <laughs> they probably know you more for, like, you know, your posts and, you know, you fucking ass popping and dick popping. But, you know, like, I guess my, you know, you know, it's just, it, I know it's harder for you because you've been out there a lot longer, you know, not even just on IG, um, but also on Twitter. And yeah. it, it's got to be hard for you. So, like, you know, same question for you. Like, how do you handle it? How do you navigate that like what what keeps you going because i know you have to sometimes take more punches than you take more flowers or love right um to be honest with you because okay so i joined ig back literally on january 1st 2018 and it was one of those things where you know i was very against juggling multiple social media apps excuse me um just because i didn't want to feel super confined on 
just being on my phone in the corner or somewhere in the house or the apartment or wherever the hell I was at the time. I didn't want to have that like dictate my, my fun or be my fun for, um, for the better term. Um, so, you know, like IG was kind of like my, my awakening, like my, um, my moment to really kind of like come out and fully embrace myself. And don't get me wrong. Like in the beginning, it was just very much like, I, I didn't know how to use the app. I didn't really know how to use the filter. Some of my photos look really fucking weird. Um, but I, you know, through trial and error and experience, obviously, I was able to kind of come to with who I wanted to show myself to, you know, to, to social media. And, you know, don't get me wrong, four years later, it's just one of those things where, like, yeah, you know, I have, I've said some wild shit, you know, some stuff that not a lot of people agree with, you know, again, being, being Mexican, especially when I start, you know, having those moments where I show passion, um, or even just some form of some form of anger, I become, you know, the angry Mexican or the angry person of color or whatever the hell people call me, or like that judgmental individual. But it's like, you know, when you're on social media apps, everybody wants to feel welcomed, you know, and there have been times where I haven't felt welcomed and I've kind of had to force myself through, you know, through the visibility slot to kind of just be appreciated. But then I'm like, as I got older, and I think this was just because I joined like when I was 28, and I was just like, why am I trying to sit there and find validation on this fucking app? Like, I'm not getting paid for this shit. Wait, this you, you joined when you were 28? You're what, mm-hmm. 32 now? Yeah. Damn, it's only been four years? Yeah, yeah. because again, like I, like, I was told, like I told you, like before then, I was just on Facebook. I didn't want to be on so many damn apps. I'm very stubborn when it comes to like joining social media. Um, because yeah. I just, again, it's, it's, it's a consumption rate, you know? So like, because I joined IG or transitioned to IG, I don't use Facebook that often. I just go there and read some stuff, you know, because I have a rugby team that posts messages and stories and stuff like that for me to kind of look out for, for any kind of updates and stuff. I go to there to read them and I close the app. But for the most part, I'm on IG or if not, I'm on Twitter, but I use Twitter as, you know, my, my plug, for, for Zach and I's, you know, content, you know, for OnlyFans and our Just for Fans. So, you know, again, that's like, that's a marketing site for me, you know, that is where I use um, to share and retweet other people's stuff because, you know, again, like you said, it's one of those things where because of the years that I've been on, you know, IG, people have developed what they felt like is a sense of who I am. And that's not always the case because I meet a lot of people who sit there and tell me, you don't come off as how I might have thought you were from IG because a lot of people just think I'm, I mean, for the most part, people just say, it's not a bad thing. Like they're just, you're a lot better in person. I'm like, it's kind of hard to engage with everybody on like IG. And I try my hardest. Anybody who ever messages me, I have a conversation with them. Ask me a question. You know, I'm never disrespectful. I don't leave people on red. Like I'm not that person, but then I'm also have to remind myself in the same breath is that I don't need to prove that I'm respectful for people who already are trying to get like um, to get a reaction out of me because of a response or because of a lack of response or something, you know? So, you know, at the end of the day, like I just had to realize that people said some shit that I didn't necessarily agree with, and a lot of them did it from, like, blank profiles, you know? Some of them, you know, did little subs here and there, and, you know, of course, the, the re- I tell everybody, like, be careful how you speak on my name, because I don't ask people to tell me, but it always comes back to me. So it's like, I tell people, I, if I'm ever going to disrespect you, I'm going to do it in a way that you know because I'm looking at you. I'm never going to do it behind your back, or if I ever said something behind someone's back, I'll tell you in front of your face. I don't believe in, you know, being, being a coward about it, you know, because again, like I also have to remind myself that not every person you encounter is going to be a piece of shit to everybody. You know, sometimes it's just, sometimes it's just interaction based, you know what I'm saying? So like people who don't necessarily like me because they're just like, Oh, you know, you feel like you come off conceited or, you know, um, or you didn't, you know, have sex with me that one time I asked you or whatever the fuck people think or say, you know, I I tell people like I will have a conversation with everybody in or sorry not everybody. I'll have a conversation with anybody at a bar or club or whatever. 
I've never dismissed someone to say, hey, you know what, don't talk to me because you don't look like whatever. I don't care. I don't talk to people just because they want to have sex. Like, that's such a fucking one-dimensional approach to social gatherings that it's just not my thing. I'd rather go out there and have a conversation about the most random shit. That's what I told you earlier in a couple of podcasts. I don't like small talk. I really don't. Like, I like people who are just going to just tell me the most wildest shit ever and not feel like they're going to get judged. Now, unless you're telling me about, like, the drug usages you're doing throughout the week and shit, like, I might, you know, bat an eye to that. But if you tell me who you are, like, your passions, your dreams, your projects you're working on, I will give you a lending ear because I like to hear people. Because sometimes I feel like people do way more interesting shit than I do. And it's just kind of like, oh, you know, it might be like the fuel I need to do something that maybe I've not um, had the energy to do so. Or I keep putting it to the back burner or whatever. You know, sometimes you just have to have a conversation with somebody to kind of get reignited, you know, in the passion. Especially right now when we live in a world where everything is just fucking negative, 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 negative. You know, where it's just like, fuck, man, yeah. how, do you, how do you pull positive out of the shit that's happening, you know, in the political side of things, you know, I mean, fuck, it's hot, gas prices are through the fucking roof, inflation is a bitch, people are not getting paid their worth. I mean, there's just so many things that people yeah. don't realize that they absorb. A lot of darkness. Yeah, that they absorb. And like I tell people, like, I know what it is to feel all that venomous things you're reading and you absorb it and you start to dislike and hate other groups of people more and more just because, you know, you feel like they have the upper hand or whatever the fuck you believe. You know, it's like, Sometimes you just got re- to regroup and just, like, disconnect and just go do something else for a bit, you know? Um, so for me, yeah. like, I tell people, like, if you see me out, I'm never going to sit there and not say hi to somebody who doesn't say hi to me. I'm not the biggest person to go approach everybody, believe it or not, people. I am very shy. Sometimes I get social anxiety in a very large crowd now. So I have to kind of push myself out there because, again – it's, I don't know, like ever since, you know, the whole pandemic situation happened, it's like my, my rate of communication or just like, I don't know, like that rate of activity in just random places isn't as high as it used to be. I'm very cautious. And of course, you know, with just the crazy shit that people do in the world now, I'm always just aware of my surroundings. I think I focus way more on my surroundings sometimes than the people or sometimes the people because of my surroundings just to make sure that I have a clear cut exit if I need to, you know, I'm like, you know, paranoia is a bitch, but you know, again, to, I'm just, I like to know my entrances and exits at all times. Um, but you know, again, sometimes it's just like, you ever, go, like, have, Ray, have you ever gone out like super excited or you plan to go out somewhere and like your energy level at the time when you, when you're about to go out or you're going out is like, you know, and you're just like, fuck, man, I was yeah. really looking forward to going out, and all of a sudden my energy levels, like, you know, decline significantly or whatever. Like, there are also moments that, too, especially this past yeah. Saturday, we were at Brent's pool mm-hmm. having, a, you know, drinking out in the sun. I didn't get fucked up. I only drank, like, maybe four or five, like, white claws and shit. But I didn't realize that being out there in the sun, even though you're in water, like, that depletes your energy, and I didn't get to nap, and we had, like, a little bit of something to eat. And then, like, by the time I wanted to go out and actually, like, have fun, I was just, like, exhausted. You know, I still, yeah. when we went out and we had conversations and, you know, we, we, we didn't turn up. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to use that word. We just had a good time. You know, it was just very laid back and casual. So, um, but yeah, yeah. um, super random well, we, question. Boy, <clears throat> come on, what? <laughs> <laughs> I know you say it so, you know, with concern, um, What would you do if you were dating somebody, insert hypothetical person here, um, and you started to receive messages from an anonymous profile on insert social media app? Would, (laughs) Would that draw concern to you about that person, or would you just roll your eyes and be like, lock? Okay. So... I feel like it all depends on what they say, right? Like, usually when those are being sent. So let me kind of just, I've never been in a situation like that. Not to say that the people that I have was, that I have fucked with in the past, my exes, were not shady people or done 
shady shit, right? But I've never, ever had someone message me on the low and trying to sit here and anonymously and say, hey, you know, so-and-so is fucking around on you. I'm the one that they're fucking with or whatever the case may be, right? I've never had a situation like that. Now, I did have someone who went to a friend of mine um, and then my friend came to me and told me, right? Um, and there was a lot of truth to it because of the things that he was saying. So it really all just depends on the things that they're saying, right? If someone's like, man, why you fuck with that fool? Like, he fucks around on you. Like, you know, he's, he's community dick, whatever the case may be. You know, um, I'd be like, the fuck? Like, I wouldn't even respond. I'd probably block you, right? Now, if they're saying something like, hey, you go with so-and-so, right? Well, just so you know, so-and-so was at my house the other day. You know, they give me a date, a time, and then I kind of just start to add up and just start mathing. And if the math ain't mathing, then we have a motherfucking problem. So <laughs> to answer your question, if someone, depending on what they say, reached out to me and told me that, I'd be like, okay, you know, I would indulge. I would sit there and I would ask more questions, probe, and then I would go from there. But I will tell you this, I'm not the type of person who sits there and responds to someone and I'm not going to tell my partner. Or if they do give me information and it happens to be true and we get to the bottom of it, bottom of it right then and there and the minute he comes home or he's coming over or we visit or I show up to his motherfucking house or work at 3 o'clock in the morning, ask him, who the fuck is this? Listen, I'm going to say that shit with my chest. I'm going to do it right then and there. First, I'm going to get all the information that I need right because I think another thing is too is that a lot of people, this happens to a lot of people. I've heard a lot of different stories. And usually they're like, well, okay, well, they'll sit there and they'll actually interact with the person, get all the information, and then they won't say shit. Like, what? Like, you know what? Like, so-and-so told me this, and you know what? I'm just going to wait and see, you know, the truth always comes out, you know. Um, whatever's done in the dark will come out in the light or whatever the fuck they say. Bro, fuck no. Absolutely not. But at the same time, I do respect those people because they're just like, listen, I've been told this information, and right now I'm digesting it. I'm going through everything, and I'm just trying to figure out what I'm going to do. And I don't know my next move, so therefore I'm not going to make a move. When you don't know what to do, do nothing, right? Not me. <laughs> listen, <laughs> I'm the type of person, I don't give a fuck. Listen, we driving and some shit popping off, I'm going to go out that motherfucking window or I'm going to get the steering wheel and we're going to wreck. Like, we all going down to this bitch. So that's, that's my mentality when I'm dealing with something like that. I know it's probably not the best way. And listen, guys, that was just an analogy. I would never really fucking do that, right? I love myself too much. Bitch, y'all ain't about to scratch my face up over, motherfucker. Fuck that. Nah. So I just feel like, but I will address it right then and there. Um, <laughs> you know, I have a story, but since I've kind of, I'm moving away from that ex, um, which by the way, like, dude, I keep on fucking seeing him every time I fucking go out. It's fucking crazy. I don't know if it's because I'm actually talking about him again. Like it's been hella months, but again, you know, for me, this is just kind of releasing. It's cathartic, like just letting, letting it out and letting go and letting God, whatever, or whatever you may believe in, let the universe. So yeah, so I'm not going to give the story, but you know, I'm very much who I say I am. Like, I don't care if we are at a holiday party for your family or your work or we're at the gas station or the movie theaters. Yo, I don't give a fuck. A lot of my exes can attest to this. So I'm going to address it if it needs to be addressed. And if it's not, I'm just going to block the person and not deal with the bullshit. So, yeah, that's my response. What about you? How would you handle? I well, I feel like, I mean, you were funny is I'm of open. <laughs> no, I'm actually. T I'm, the reason why I asked you that is because, ooh, oh, sure. I, I want to say it was at the first because that was in 2020. Yeah, so I want to say like for the first year, like 14 months, I would get these random messages for like blank profiles, and they were never the same profile ever. It was just like this one person who was like 
telling bits and pieces that only a very few select people knew, especially oh, when it came yeah, to Daniel. Oh, yeah, I remember that remember? Yeah, was it with Daniel? Was it with Daniel? No, it wasn't Daniel, but they would say shit about Daniel, like, again. And I remember, don't get, I'm not, I'm not going to lie, and I'm going to admit this shit, like, two years later. I remember, I was like, I remember telling Zach, I was like, who the fuck is fucking with me by, I was like, the only people who know about Daniel in this sense is, like, Ray, Jeremy, and you. And I remember, like, thinking, like, fuck, man. And again, I played with the hypothetical. Like, damn, I was like. Yeah, but he also way. had, like, a group of friends who were a little bit toxic, too, right, where they were, like, going around yeah. and like, getting in his head. Right? Yeah, but what's crazy is it's like I had my suspicion that it was this one little fat fuck in uh, Dallas um, who not I fat did fuck. Not Are you body shaming? <laughs> I'm just kidding. We're all fat no, fucks I'm, here. We're fatty. Kids me, fat boy. <laughs> yeah, sorry. He was pretty hideous and uh, traumatizing. P H A T. Anyways, um, <laughs> no, but he was just a piece of shit person because he felt the need to go divulge people's information like they were just fucking stories to tell us in the dark and i'm like yo this is trashy you're like in your 30s you still wear a headset to work like get the fuck out of my face um but no like yeah i just remember thinking like because <laughs> i remember zach asked me he was like well he was like i don't mean to like be suspicious he goes but do you ever think that like jeremy or ray would fuck with you like this and i'm like ah so don't tell me that because now i'm gonna start suspecting because I mean, like but listen, watched... I have fucked with you, remember, in the past, I would, like, prank call you sometimes, but I would tell you right away. But <laughs> I would never do something like that. No, but it's just, like, I remember watching all the Scream movies and stuff. It's like, everybody's a suspect. <laughs> so that's the reason why. But but it's just because, like, some of the information that they knew, like, and I, again, I'd have to go back to these blocked, deleted messages or whatever. But, like, it was just the information that they knew only a handful of people knew. And, like... But, you know, more than likely it was probably somebody from Daniel's side. That's what I'm saying. Well, like, listen, whoever the fuck just... that was, step into the light, Caroline. We need to know. We'll right. get to the bottom of it, even if it's three years later. <laughs> right. Like like, uh, like 21 Savage said in Drake's song, uh, Jimmy Cooks, he said, um, let my brother drive while I shoot team effort. <laughs> so, uh, but, but no. Um, right. But uh, no, it's just. Yeah, like it's just so crazy because like I would get random like weird messages, but now because they've happened so frequently, and again like with the whole NGL thing, like I only got like three or four, and the people who were like, replying back to me were just you know because they were antagonizing me, you know, or whatever. But I think a lot of people just don't realize that like I'll sit there and cuss them out and then block them, and that's like the satisfaction I need um, from that. But I think I they were mad also, because your prices on fucking what is it, just fans or only fans, whatever the fuck it is. Probably too high. That's probably why they're pissed. They can't afford it. They're broke. <laughs> they're in their mama basement. Right. <laughs> but I was like, man, like it's it's substantial work and it's reasonably priced. Um. Oh, you know what's so funny? You know what I was thinking today? Super fucking random when I was washing my car for like you know the umpteenth time. And um, listen, but, Gio has a fucking problem washing his car. I have a like I'm not even not kidding, guys. He has a fucking problem. Like he needs to be clinically committed for washing his fucking car this dude every time i'm calling him we talk a lot like we talk like three to four times a day for like monday through friday maybe even saturday once or twice right this dude at least 60 percent of the time all i hear is i'm like i already know what the fuck it is and then he's trying to talk and then he's going through the fucking car wash and then he's vacuuming dude this dude is fucking upset he just needs to open up his own fucking car wash <laughs> for himself. No, but that's what happens when the subscription is $20 a month and it's unlimited. And then it's right across the street from the gym that I go to. So it's like kill two birds with one stone. Like they're literally across the street from each other. Why would I not? But anyways. He's going um, he to run that membership dry. He's going to get his $20 worth. <laughs> but you know what, though, in, 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 like in all realness, if we had closed like uh, like garage doors to close our cars in from like not being touched by dirt and dust and shit outside. I probably wouldn't go wash my car as much as I would. But the only reason why I do is because like debris gets on it because it's open. You know, it's a covered parking. You know, we have our our our, our driveway, but it's not closed off. So when it's windy and it's rainy or whatever, like all that shit gets on our car. So 
And especially like a couple months ago when that pollen was really fucking heavy. Like, I kid you not, every single day our car would be covered with yellow pollen. It was absolutely yeah. disrespectful. I was like, fuck, man, are you serious? I'm like, this is the amount of shit that's coming from this tree. And I was like, oh, man. Um, no, but I was going to ask. You, oh, so I was, when I was driving my car, I was like, you know, man, these, new, these kids will never understand the, the adrenaline rush from burning CDs. Do you remember burning CDs? I do. I wasn't that good at them. I burned a few, but I remember like when the few that I did burn, I was like, oh my god, I did it, I did it. And then I was like, I don't know, I would fuck them up after that. But I only did like a few. But I remember. Well, my, my, when I would go visit my grandma uh, in El Paso in the uh, early 2000s, uh, my, my uh, uncle who lived with her before he got married and all that good stuff uh, to take care of my grandma, like he had this uh, CD cover software. And it was really dope because like you could put the photo on there and it would burn it on it, and you could just put the, the cover on the CD, and it became that cover. So, like, when I would sit there and bootleg CDs, I would bootleg them from, like, the actual album cover <laughs> and the CD cover. It was so oh much fun. God. Like, yeah, I know. <laughs> trust me. <laughs> it was so much fun. But, uh, yeah, no, like, the, the thrill of having to go to, like, LimeWire, you know, back when it was, like, never okay to use. But, you know, I would go to the LimeWire and search these songs and then download them. And then like, it was just so far. It was something about it was fun. But you know, nowadays kids just sit there and fucking go to their phone, iTunes, Ooh, $1.29. But there's something about free, you know, I don't, or, and I will, and I will love free. free. Oh, oh, I love free. I do. That's why I tell people like, it's okay. You know, let all these, um, these, um, these companies come up with subscriptions. I got one. They'll get all of you bitches. It's a, it's a jailbroken fire stick. Hulu, I got you. Netflix, you? I got you too. <laughs> it's like, okay, but this again. is allegedly. We're not trying to. Um, this is all allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> He's not trying to incriminate himself in any way. He, he right, may be talking yeah. about the past. All allegedly. <laughs> um, no, but it was, oh my god! But you know what's so crazy is like if you think about how technology has just come in like twenty years. Um, how advanced it's gotten. Like, just think about like the ringtones that used to be on the phone that you had to spend like a couple of dollars on, and it was just like, nier, 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 nier. you know, it was like the the alleged ringtone of the song, and like you know the evolution of actually getting ringtones on on your phone, and then like the um, I forgot what was it like Verizon had offered it. I never had Verizon, but I remember seeing the ad or whatever um, back when ads played on television, you know, commercials. Um, <laughs> When they would they they offered up the ringtones when you would call someone's phone, like instead of hearing the dial tone, you'd hear the song. Yeah, the callback tone. Please wait yeah. while we the the user yeah. answers, and they'd be like, Rashida, put it on to make them want to marry. Whatever the fuck it was, right? It would just be some crazy <laughs> shit. Yeah, I don't know. But, what, I had one of those. Did you? But, but question: Did you ever? Did you ever have like a personalized voicemail? Like I would. Like I remember I used to sit there and, and I, cause I thought it was so cool. I used to have uh, I'd put the, um, yeah. the the song to uh, Stomp by Young Bug featuring Ti and Ludacris, and I'd have like mm-hmm. Ludacris's part with Ti, and it was just like me getting beat down. That's Ludacris. It was just like going into there, and then I'd shut the the, the ringtone off, right? And they were like, yeah. "Yeah, you reached your boy Giovanni. Leave me a voice <laughs> I hate you, you bro. I fucking hate you. No, like you know when you would like record it, like the phone, right, with your Nokia phone, and like the song comes on and you're recording it, and you'd be like, "Hey, what's up? You just reached so and so. I'm I'm at my phone right now. Hit me or whatever the fuck. You would say everything that you needed to say if you just broke up with like your boyfriend or girlfriend, right? And you sent the message and be like, "Hey, I'm not bothered, but what's up? I'm not (laughs) at the phone right now. Get at me later. Whatever the fuck we would say, bro. Good times." Fucking good oh, job. you know what? Do you remember like the introduction of like the pranks that you thought that you reached the person and all of a sudden, psych, you reached my voice now. <laughs> Me and my cousin, we would we would do it too. Like I, I remember we recorded one and it was like with her sister in the background. It was hilarious. Like, you know, my voicemail popped up and I was just like, Hey, hold on, hold on, sorry. And I was like, What did you ask Naomi? And it was like, you know, blah, 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 blah. And all of a sudden her sister popped up. She's like, yo, where the fuck is my money? And I'm like, yo, what are you talking about? Like, we, your purse? And like, we, I forgot what it was. But then all of a sudden I was just like, hold, hold on, there's someone on the phone. And I was like, psych, you reached my voicemail. <laughs> it was just so stupid. Y'all had a whole fucking skit. I can't recall. <laughs> yes, it was, it was a whole fucking skit. Yeah, but you know what's so funny? I, cha- I, I changed that 
when I started working. Because I remember my mom calling me one day, and she's like, you might want to change that because, if you know, because, again, this was like when I was applying for my first job ever, by the way, people, was I was a cook at Chuck E. Cheese. It was my first job ever at 15. It was exactly what it sounds like. It was fucking horrible. It was... Listen, Chuck E. Cheese got had real good pizza. They still do. No, but you know what's so crazy, though, is, like, that's what they would entice, like, you know, back when we were working there. I don't know if it's still the same, but, like, that was, like, what they would tell us, like, was, like, a bonus to working there at Chuck E. Cheese. It's, like, you get unlimited soft drink, oh, sorry, fountain drinks, and, you know, you get half off pizza, and I'm, like... What? Like you giving you six fifty an hour? <laughs> I, I don't even. I think it was like oh, this is like what? This is oh five. So I think maybe this is just when like the minimum wage was like raised up. It might have been like seven twenty five or some shit. I don't know. It's been that long. Probably. But yeah, yeah. now thinking about, it, I'm like, wow, they really sat there and, and told kids that they could get sugar at a place of employment, and that's like a reason why you should take the job. And you, what's so what's so crazy? Like I said, this shit. You know what? 17 years later, is like none of us paid for the pizza because we were the cooks. We would hook each other up and like make an extra pizza and then give it to that person because like they had little cameras and shit and we would put the box like somewhere out of sight because we're just yeah. like, what the fuck? Like we're kids and you're having us like bust our asses by making these pizza because they had like a very strict rule too. It was like an eight minute pizza. You had to like have it done in eight minutes. And I'm like, this is really horrible. Like, this is, I mean, again, back then, work ethics, you know, really weren't required. Um, probably still aren't. But, yeah, it was just, it was it was horrible. Like, I was like, fuck, man. I'm glad that I, I essentially robbed them of a lot of food. And I'm glad that I robbed <laughs> them by giving it to other people, too. Because I was just like, you know, fuck y'all. But yeah. I'm not going to lie to you. My first homicidal thought occurred while working there one day. I was, of course, it did. Being, right? Well, because, like, again, this is what we all started to notice. All the girls were in front of the counters, especially if you had big tits. You were in front of the little, like, the, the ticket stand, you know, when you came in with your tokens or sorry, not your tokens, your tickets, and you changed them yeah. for, like, little products and little prizes or whatever. Like, yeah, all the girls that. with big tits worked those counters. And because, the, and this is very fucking predatorial, they would have them basically lure the fathers basically by wanting to go give their kids more money to come back and exchange them for those fucking shitty prizes. It was really horrible. Um, and not only that, but if you were like Mexican, like I was, you were an automatically a cook. <laughs> it was just like, what? Like, you know, it was like, they threw me in the back. Like, kid you not. And yeah. it was really wild. It was really wild. It was really wild. But I remember one day I almost let the gas in the back leak because uh, there was the this fuck? one. Well, no, because. Allegedly. This is all allegedly. <laughs> no, no, no. Fucking, there was no fucking allegedly. I want to sit there and cry. Oh, my God. Fucking Chuck E. Cheese. But no, it was one of those things where like, yeah, man, like um, this lesbian um, manager, I forgot what the bitch's name was. But she was, like, riding her asses to, like, get, like, fucking 20 pizzas out in, like, 30 minutes. And, mind you, when you're working in the back, it's, you know, hot, obviously, stove. It's just, like, and you're working at a fast-paced rate. You know, it was just, like, it, it was very soul-crushing. I'm not going to lie to you. As a 15-year-old, you're just, like, kind of, damn, like, you, but you're doing what adults are telling you to do so you don't really develop a backbone or a spine. So anyways, so I just remember one day, like, this bitch was like, oh, what happened was this, this lady came into the back. Someone's grandma walked her, walked her ass back into the kitchen and started, like, uh, verbally abusing the kitchen by saying, I asked for a pizza that did not have mushrooms. Instead, you gave me mushrooms, and I'm allergic, <laughs> and, or whatever the fuck she was saying. And I was just like, <laughs> you know, I'm looking at her like, okay, ma'am. So we'll change it. God damn it, how much brain cells do you have to have to create a pizza with the fucking... I'm like, oh, bitch. Like, and I was like, you know what? And I, was, and I remember asking her, I was like, is it your grandson's birthday? And she was like, yes, it is. And everyone else is going to be perfect. And uh, so I spit one of the pizzas. And... Um, Gio, and I, you're uh, the one that started this <laughs> shit. What the fuck? No. I, That's why again, I really don't... I do my best to not go off. 
the wait staff or any of when we're no. at a restaurant or anything because mm-hmm. bro, you rule number one. Shit, I see anything crazy, bitch. I'm getting crazier. It's been no. a joke, rule number bro, fuck. I remember. I remember watching the movie. <laughs> I remember watching the movie Waiting, and they say the first rule of customer service is never fuck with somebody who prepares your prepares your food. But what happened was, is like when they yeah. would give us the tickets to make the pizzas, all the, the tickets had exactly what we needed to put and what kind of crust or whatever, right? It wasn't anything crazy, you know? So we followed the ticket. It wasn't like we fucked up. We followed the ticket. It's just whoever was giving the, uh, the pizzas or who were taking the order for the pizzas, they either didn't do it right or the person thought that they did say something about no mushrooms when in fact they added mushrooms. So it was really hard to tell. But anyways, I remade the pizza and I fucking spit in the, the, the butter and I butter crust the shit out of that with my spit. And I, I personally delivered it to the bitch. That's and, fucking uh, gross. No, That's fucking care. gross, Joe. No. <laughs> you know what? I want to well, fight you for it then. On their behalf. <laughs> is that 18 years no, later? That is not okay. No. That's fucking no. gross, bro. It's not okay for her to have come through the back verbally abusing teenagers come. and this bitch was in her 60s. You know, now fuck you and your grandson, bitch. How about that? I hope you know what? I hope he has salmonella poison now. It's 17 years later. Um, but no, but yeah, it was it was after that shortly uh, I I quit because it was like I said it was very soul crushing and um, not gonna lie it's kind of weird now driving by certain Chuck E Cheese here in Memphis because they've redesigned the character like he's no longer this weird looking fucking rat he's like this really cool skateboard looking fucker you know and it's just like well okay I guess they're trying to make him look active you know instead of some greasy ass I want to be more rat. hipster you know it's it's a new day it's a new age I want to be more hipster he goes you and know brunches what? every fucking weekend and he wears his fucking um hoochie daddy shorts with right. his high tops and you know he's just cool as fuck you know what i mean he's he's up yeah basically like, he's like he's like the fucking little Wayne of rats and shit he got a little skateboard and stuff and he's just skating in a skateboard uh, but no, you know what's so crazy though is you think about like these uh, fast food restaurants and stuff. Like I remember McDonald's and they used to have the hamburger and that pigeon looking bitch and like the little gang crew that he used to fuck with and they got rid of him. They got rid of them and then it was just like, yeah. Weren't the they called really the Bush cr- Bullies or something? I don't know. I think they were the called Bush Bullies. But I remember it was like you know Ronald McDonald and then you know hamburger guy and then the chick who looked like a fucking the hamburger hamburger yeah. Yeah, I used <laughs> to buy those funny? videos that they used to sell. Yeah. I used No, I used to buy those fucking videos that they would sell, and I had all of them. Not all of them. I think I was missing, like, two. Bro, I used to love those fucking the videos. They were like, I'm not gonna yeah, lie I to watch you. them all the time. I'm not going to lie to you. I wish they would make, like, an adult uh, playpen. Like, not in a sexual sense, because, you know, oh, I already yeah. hear people saying, oh, my God. There's, there's a few of those out there already, <laughs> right, sir. What do you we mean? We have them. They're called swing. Yeah. No. We participated in no. What do you mean, sir? <laughs> no, but you, you know what? You pioneered that. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> no, like, just, just I, mean, I remember going to, like, McDonald's as a kid and stuff and playing in the playpen. I thought it was so fucking cool to just run around, and my mom would just, like, let me go, like, you know, let my energy out and stuff. And, you know, you don't see those anymore, like, because now you got parents who are just like, oh, they're gross. You disinfect these, you know. I'm like, bitch, this is what's so weird about people. People would talk about disinfecting or cleaning certain things, but I've walked into their homes, and there is shit and piss stains across their toilet bowl. Like, that is a fucking wild concept to think that people don't even wipe the urine on their fucking toilet but want to ask a, a food establishment if they disinfect. Like, you know how ass backwards that is to ask when your toilet bowl at home looks the way that it does? Like, bitch, shut up. So <laughs> that's what I always, I find, I always found funny was that people would be like, this is a very unsafe and unsanitary place for my child. And then we go to their house and just like, bitch, you got cat hair in your fucking bed. What are you talking about? Like, there, there's like a rolled up cat ball. And, you know, eh, anyways. Um, Oh God! I remember the night. He's going on a fucking tangent about Chuck E. Cheese and restaurants and spitting in no, people's just, food. Oh, you know, fuck that bitch. I so off the wall. Again. You know, I hope, yeah. I hope, I hope she's alive. Who? Oh, oh that lady. <laughs> you know, she's alive. I hope she's kicking it. You know, I hope she learned a lesson. I don't know. She may have died from some fucking bacterial mm. disease in your fucking spit. Ah, you was well, you yeah. nasty now. You was way nasty back then. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Did you get like your was... dick sucked in a treehouse? <laughs> I did. Oh, man. 
I mean, we talked about that story. Please don't go into it. We already know. Please <laughs> spare me even more of the details. No. But, you yeah. know, we need, we, need to get a, we need to get a sound effect machine so we hear a... <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's like sir? randomly play that. That's too vulgar. Uh, the fuck? Well, we can just do them ourselves, right? <laughs> right. He's, just, oh, in God, the, he's just in the back giving Zach head. You know, it's yeah, cool. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, do, you remember, do you remember Scary Movie 2 when the guy in the wheelchair, she was trying to suck his dick? She's like, he's like, what are you doing? I can do it myself. He's like, Ooh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Visual, sir. Right. Oh, now next time yeah. I'm I'm getting hit or something, I'm gonna just I'm gonna visualize that with a fucking small hand. Ew. Uh, no, it was the other guy. It was the, that guy was the disgusting. Direct. He was funny, but he was disgusting. I found him very disgusting. Yeah, no, but wow. he was he was uh was funny as his the guy who played that guy with the small hand was his name was Chris Elliott, but the guy in the wheelchair his name is David Cross because he was in. Um, What's that show with uh, Jason Bateman? Uh, oh, Arrested Development. He was, uh, I forgot what his name was. It was going to come to me. But anyways, yeah, but he was the guy who played the guy in the wheelchair. Um, but uh, yeah, no, but it's, it's been wild. It's been, especially, you know, I told Zach, I was like, man, think about this shit. Like in a couple of days, it'll literally be the month of July. Like, yeah, where has the time? Yeah, man. And then like, but I, I, I told Zach, I don't know if you have these kind of moments yet, but like, I look forward to fall really, really bad. Like something about when it turns into like August, September. Because it's no, too like fucking it's, hot. That's what it is. Well, no, <laughs> everybody's not, like, like, we want summer. We want to go out and have fun and turn up and be out, bro. Oh. No, this is like one of the fucking hottest summers of my life. Like I was just telling my fucking friends, I was like, yo, I've, I'm an Austinite, the true Austinite, through and through. Like. This ain't the same fucking sun I grew up with in the 90s and the early 2000s. Like, bro, this shit is brutal. When I was on that fucking tube, I was literally just laying back. And I was like, if I go now, like, am I okay with everything that I've done so far? Like, literally, I kept thinking. I was like, my friends were like, because I kept saying I need a bottle of water, right? Because I was like kind of cramping up and I was feeling like a little fatigued. I mean, I had drink a fucking lot hours before that but so it was only my body was probably a little dehydrated so i was like i need fucking water they're like no we can't because they're really strict about having bottles in plastic and our water was in a plastic bottle obviously and i'm like listen at this point give me a fine lock me the fuck up just get me the fuck off this river because <laughs> that shit was scorching like yo i was in the fucking devil's booty hole like it was hot like i don't even know it was, this is not the same sun. So I understand why everyone's probably like, okay, I'm ready for winter to come. I'm ready for Halloween. I'm ready for the holidays. I'm ready for all that. Like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> like, yeah, people are fucking over this heat. Like, it's crazy. Yeah, but I, you know what's funny is, like, I'm just looking forward to, like, the change in, like, the um, the sky, if that makes any sense. Like, when I look forward to fall, I feel like fall is like usually a little bit like of a lighter. You're so poetic, friend. Oh my god, it was so beautiful. <laughs> like it's it's not as bright. It's not as bright out. And you know, I lo- but you know what? All I what you do. No, but you know what? I do love though too. I love the smell of candles. I love burning them after cleaning the house and just letting them. I just something about that smell and just the aroma in the house. I really miss that shit. You know, like have Take you ever your gotten ass your- to Bath and Body Works and get you some in. Get you some fucking those. No, fucking I do plugins. have them. Yeah, no, I have these. I have like I have a, I have a candle. Uh, we actually went to um, what's that fucking place called? Uh, it's like this white person area to like shop for overpriced bullshit. But we found some nice candles there, and like <laughs> that's like in every corner. What do you mean? <laughs> what? The fuck? That's in every corner. That was really vague. <laughs> no, no, but like the, the the name of the candle is called Tobacco Leather. It smells so, so good. Mm. Tobacco no. leather. Where in the yeah, no, fuck it, are you coming up with these names? Yeah, no, but it's, it's a great smell. Like, I love that smell. Any time that we uh, we have it burning in the house and people walk in, you know, when they come to visit and shit, they immediately say, oh, my God, that's a very nice smell. What kind of candle is that? And I'm like, oh, it's tobacco leather. It's a very good candle. Like, it, it's, we've had it since last year. So it's it's. You know, I don't burn it all the time. I'll let the smell and then I'll turn it off because I like to save the candle. But yeah, I love it. Yeah. You ain't lived yet, Ray, until you got your. Ew. You know. <laughs> <So gross. laughs> 
I've gotten plenty of those. With the candle burning, you know. <laughs> Ew. No, I'm not one of those people. I don't. I don't <laughs> listen. You know the people that set the mood. Let me play music, candlelight. Shit. The fuck, motherfucker. Pick me up and let's do this. No, listen. I'm just well, pick me up. What the fuck? Like I'm just telling people my fucking bottom. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> let's get to it. Like let's stop playing. Like I mean, make love, right? Foreplay and all that stuff. But I'm not the type. I'm not super bougie where it's like, oh, babe, like we're gonna um eat lobster tail and then we're gonna have creme brulee after that. We're going to drink the finest wine, and then after that, we're going to go to the bedroom and fuck, like, and have sex, whatever, make love. Like, yo, like, let's I'm not gonna lie. This shit. go fuck, and then just eat the leftovers. Like, what's up? <laughs> like, I'm, I'm really he simple. Eat that shit. He really said eat that shit. <laughs> you know what? I'm not going to well, lie. You know, become a dope. Have you ever asked yourself, like, what your stripper song would be? Like, if you had an opportunity to, like, have a hotel or a room booked, well, like no. A stripper pole. Yeah, you're oh, the only one that want to be a stripper. You want to be no. Mercedes so bad. <laughs> <laughs> the the Shit. the bear bank. What is it? Uh, no, the, the bear no, I would the bear seat. I, Welcome to the bear seat. <laughs> yeah, no, but Mercedes is a bad bitch. I'll even set up a Chrysler. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Guys, by the I way, if you don't watch Key Valley, we're pretty it's much great just, show. we're referencing Key <sighs> Valley. It's a fucking great show. You need to watch it. Last episode was oh my fucking God. insane. So yes, good. last night's episode, I'm not gonna lie, both those sex scenes were fucking amazing and hot. They were just beautiful. Oh man. Wait, the one with Little Murder and um I don't know the guy's name. What was his name? I don't remember his name. The one, the like one that looks like D Ray Davis, Davis. <laughs> we were talking about it earlier. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, um, but it was a two I didn't think it was hot. No, I it's just like you've ha- I, I, the reason why I liked it is because like we've all had those moments where like that wasn't they weren't they weren't making love. That was, that was just fucking, you know, like that aggressive, that pent-up tension, you know, session. That's what that was. But the other one between the two females, that wasn't fucking. That was like intimacy. That was exploration. That yeah. was like, that was that hot. was very that was yeah. Hot. I was just like, wow, you know, especially with the wife pulling what she did, you know, to sit there and get Mercedes there, and you know, Mercedes exploring that side of her because. You know, again, it wasn't like she has to identify as, you know, bisexual or lesbian or whatever the hell she wants to. Like, it was just a moment, and it was just, it looked, and it looks natural. It didn't look forced. And that was just like what I think that both of them appreciated is that they were very drawn together and they just had it. Um, Listen, you know, know, I like Little Murder, but I'm now partial to his, um, you know, the off-brand little... I'm not going to call him off-brand, but the other wow. little murder. I, I know he's all a friend of yours. and Well, we both know him. I'm, I'm kidding. I was totally kidding. You're not. You... I, no, no, I no. So it's actually funny. I thought it was. Bro, he... No, 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 no. What's funny is... Hot, his, bro. Call so me Marley. His, char- <laughs> no, his character's name, if you look at the credits, didn't... like didn't, They called him Little Murder Lookalike. That's literally what his character's name was. That's what oh, the name shit. was. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's a Listen, I thought he was hotter than Little Murder. I mean, he did a really good job. So, mm-hmm. I mean, we see him on IG. You know what? I'm just kidding. No, but yeah. I know I'm but all trying to shoot my shot without shooting. He don't even listen to our fucking shit, probably. Whatever. Um, but <laughs> scratch. That, you know what's scratch crazy, that. though, is that we need to, like, you know what? We kind of, like, again, not to say that we're going to talk about this on the next episode because we talked about that in the last episode and we didn't do it because you know, turn of events. But you know what? We should, we should yeah. cover something that'd be a really interesting topic. I think you would agree. Like, in a very, like, shh, don't say that, you know, kind of thing, in the sense of, like, like the <laughs> like signs. We, we, no, I was going to say, like, the signs of a cheater. You know? <laughs> like, let's just double oh, yeah. all And this time, guys, we promise yeah. we'll stick to it. <laughs> we are going to get to the last. I mean, we did say, you know, we kind of said, you know, we're going to talk about, what did we say, the one that got away? I, some I forgot. Man. I, I have to go listen to back. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Sure happened. Um, but, but we promise I mean, again, we're gonna incorporate that. Yeah, but I mean, the good thing about it is we have a lot of we have a plethora of stuff to talk about. It's just we do. You know, you want things to happen organically. I mean, think about it now. I mean, we're already at the one hour marker here on the conversation that we had today, and none of it felt forced. So that's just yeah. a genuine beauty of of conversation between you and I is that we can revisit that later on. It's just about again just having a conversation and just letting it be what it needs to be. Yeah. And, you know, guys, just to kind of drop a little bit of tea. So, mm-hmm. you know, I've been, <laughs> I 
I've been single for over a year now. I mean, don't get me wrong, I have a little situation, I have a little thing, thing going on, but that don't count, right? <clears throat> well, anyways, so I finally have decided to start dating, and your boy's getting flued out. <laughs> so stay tuned for that. More details to come. I'm actually going to date. Like, not a normal date, of course, in true Ray fashion. It's going to be something a little bit unorthodox, something that I've never done before, but stay tuned. Like, next month, <laughs> I'm going to travel to a different state to do a three-day date, two and a half, something like that. Yeah, so any last words or anything? Chill before we wrap it up. Uh, <laughs> um, let's see. What do I want my last words to be for this episode? Um, <laughs> you know what? Just Stay sane as much as possible. Try to eat healthy. Be careful what you're eating because apparently there's a lot of shit going on in the food industry. We might want to start working, you know, like keep an eye out. Nova Row over here, you know, just, you know, I was listening to Joe Bud's podcast and they're talking about like there was this like documentary about fucking potatoes being spray painted red, being sold as red potatoes when they're not red potatoes. What the fuck? Now I'm going to start looking at my shit. (laughs) Right? Make sure that shit's spray painted. But, um, yeah, no, again, try to stay, try to stay cool, you know, stay hydrated, you know, try to have fun. Just remember the cost of fun has gone up. So just be very, very mindful of that. And, you know, sometimes might be a little bit financially responsible just to skip out on a weekend or two of fun just to make it That's worth what it. I'm going to be doing the next time around. Right. For real. But anywho, yeah. but you have a quote for us, correct? Yes, I do. We're going to wrap it up, guys. All right, so since we started this off a little bit, you know, dark, we're ending it with nothing but love and laughter. I just want to leave you guys with this quote. Realize that your first, last, and best love will always be self-love. We're out, guys. Talk to you later.